This is the sound of regular water droplets. This is the sound of vitamin water droplets. Regular water, vitamin water. Regular water, vitamin water. Hey, come on now. Vitamin water. It has vitamins, but also parties. Copyright 2020, Glass O. Hey guys, this episode of Life is Dope is brought to you by Megafauna. Uh, Megafauna is a creative supply located at 31st and Blake in the Rhino Art District in Denver, Colorado. For a full list of design, print, and creative services, they're available at artperil.com. That is artperil.com. The set curator for Life is Dope is Duncan Dash Designs. For all of your interior design and art curator needs, visit duncandash.com. Catering and beverage is sponsored by Barrels Beer Company, located in the Rhino Art District. Barrels is a true small batch brewer located at 3120 Blake Street. Check him out at BarrelsBeerCo.com. Drink up. Also, shout out to The Sessions. They're an affiliate media partner that produces a live music event bi-monthly as a platform for independent musicians and artists. Check him out at The Sessions Uncut on Facebook. Hell yeah. Nigga! Nigga, that was official. Hold up, clap it up for <laughs> Give him a clap y'all. Yeah. Clap it up Life is Dope Podcast, I'm your man Graffiti. It was good, I'm Davey. In the billing. Hey yo, seven days in Atlanta? Yeah. Seven nights? Seven days in Denver? Hey, I think six nights and seven days. <laughs> <laughs> Word. So that voice y'all are hearing right now is a very special guest we have in the building. She does so much, man, but we're going to let her introduce herself to you guys. We got Jizzle in the building, y'all make some noise. Hey! Hi guys. What's I'm happening? Jizzle. Okay. Just jizzle. Just Ain't nothing jizzle. happening, man. I'm in Denver having a, a ball. Feeling good. Happy to be here with y'all. Sitting down today and connecting. Word, word, word. So the people that don't know out there, just let them know a little bit about yourself. A little um, backstory. Well, I'm an artist and I'm a songwriter from Los Angeles. Um, Looking at the list. Puff Daddy. Oh, uh, yeah. Trey Song. Yeah, let's run them credits down, yeah. man. She's being modest. Let's do it. Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. G-Eazy. Yeah. Jeremiah. Mm. Yeah. Boosie Badass. Yeah. Quentin Miller. Yeah. You got to join with Quentin Miller. Wait, hold up. Yeah. Let's talk about that later. Go oh, ahead. Keep <laughs> Kanye West. Yeah. Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Kevin Gates. Whoa. Yeah. Jake Miller. Still yeah. going. Kidding. Yeah. Shit. B.O.B. Goddamn. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Goddamn. Yeah. Yo Gotti. Yeah. T.I. Did like, yeah. I say T.I.? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she said I forgot about that one. Hello, life play. You got a real extensive. You got a real extensive. You said Lupe? Uh, this you forgot one, Lupe? Uh, Lupe, yeah. In there. I need, to, I need to get to that level where I'm just like, oh, yeah, I forgot that. Yeah. That's a catalog like a motherfucker, man. So, so let's talk about that a little bit. I mean. How did you get in the game, for one? When did you start? How long you been doing this? I've been in the game a very long time. <laughs> like, uh, I, I, I never, like 12 years, I guess, like professionally. Okay. Um, I've been in the game. I started just rapping, and um, I was just battling around the city. Like, uh, when I first got, like, my first record deal offers and attention, um, I went to Usher's video shoot. 
the rehearsal for Usher's video shoot, and I battled one of his dancers, yeah. you know, and uh, I beat him. And so Usher and Mark Pitts, they're like, oh, yeah, we want to sign her. And then, you know, he dropped confessions and just went megastar. Right. <laughs> and it wasn't like a lot. You know, they didn't have like a label in place. You know, this is like pre-Rico Love. This was really when he had only Rico Love was signed him. Yeah. And pre-Justin Bieber, you know what I'm saying? So it was, there was really no real structure there yet. But um, so that didn't work out, whatever. Then we start shopping, you know, the music. Uh, Teddy Riley helped put my demo together. And um, we started shopping, took, took a few meetings, got a few offers, and I, I um, ended up, like, settling on For Real. Uh, I was going to sign a For Real uh, Entertainment, which is Kuda Love's uh, label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, Kuda Love, he managed Mace, helped, helped uh, blow up Mace, and also discovered Nelly. Mm. So I felt like that was going to be a good place, man, you know, but uh, the industry was very interesting then. It was, like, going through a very interesting period because Napster came out and, like, destroyed the industry, basically, yeah, before. So, um, you know, by the time I got the deal, because they wanted to wait till I turned 18, shit was whack and I passed on it. But in that time that we were, like, that we were waiting for me to turn 18, it was Kuda who asked me, like, do you think you could write songs for other people? And I hadn't really giving it much thought up until that point. So I was like, I don't know what I'm trying, you yeah. know. So it was my senior year in high school, like first semester of college, you know. Yeah, I wrote my first album for somebody else. And then that's basically like how I, how I started, just even knowing that I yeah. could write. And then um, Teddy Riley brought me in to work on uh, Snoop Dogg's album with him and DJ Quick and Terrence Martin on the Ego Trippin' album. And I ended up uh, writing three songs uh, with Snoop on there. And those were, like, my first major placements. And so from there, nice. kind of, you know. So um, in that time, though, I, like, teetered back and forth between, like, doing my artistry for real. and then, But I, I mainly just focused on songwriting because that's what was paying me, like, right now, right now. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But for, like, past year and a half, you see me. I'm back out here practicing. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Putting so, in that work. So what do you do with a song that you feel very passionate about, but an artist hears it and they're like, I want that? Um, is it easy to sell it or is it like, eh, but this is kind of like some personal me, stuff that's like... For me, like, I, what's mine is mine. Like, nobody could I, nobody could do it. Like, I, And I know my songs like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So there, are, there have been some, but even if I... Like, I'll just let them even attempt it and they'll just be like... Nah, it's better. It's more for you. So I have had that, but not not often. Usually, I know what's for, and, and I usually work with the artists directly. So we just make stuff just for them, and uh, I make stuff just for me. But sometimes it overlaps. But I, I for me, it's more important that the music gets out there, and uh, I guess that's why my catalog is so extensive because right. I've never really cared about how it got out. It just needs to get out. I feel like. You know, you, you can't always be the vessel that it comes through. And uh, sometimes people are better suited or they um, just have more of a platform. And at the end of the day, it's about the music. It's about the art. It's yeah. about pushing the culture forward. And so I want to make sure that anything that I do and that I'm a part of, that I'm helping to make this whole thing better somehow, you know? Mm -hmm. Word. So what does that process look like on the back end as a songwriter? Um, I mean, we got some songwriters in the building right now. Shouts to my man, Jay Carey, in the back. Yeah. Just, it's a lot of cats out there hungry that, you know, they, they're like, oh, shit, I got this song, but I don't even know how to approach getting this placed or what's the first move to even get in the game. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, it, it varies because it's so different. Like, when I started, I was young, and you really had to, like, be making some noise. You had to be yeah. everywhere. You got to finesse your way in. You got to, like, you know, you just got to be around. Right. Now I feel like because of the Internet and everything and the way that people consume music, you have the executives and everybody reaching out. Like, they want to hear your music. Like, I, I know this for a fact. I, like, you know, I, I've been in meetings with them. They send me... The, what they're looking for, the inspiration list, and there's always a new person. Oh, I got this new kid out of whatever. Where you find him from? Oh, Twitter. He kept hitting me up. Like my bro Sean Barron, who works at Atlantic, who signed Ty Dolla Sign and is responsible, you know, for partly responsible. Ty's responsible for success too. But like, but Sean's really a driving force behind Ty Dolla Sign, and he's completely open to, and he listens to everything. Like, so when you send stuff, so I think it's about using your resources and if the internet is your only resource pay attention to to the A&Rs the executives that are actually giving feedback and, and, and reaching back out to people you know what I'm saying and I think that's a good place to start if you don't have relationships but if you have some relationships just use it if you got a cousin or some shit like you you know a lot of people it's tough because I got like a bunch of cousins and family you know that do music and you know you want to help them but you want to make sure that they are ready so don't yeah. don't Try to just put everybody on. Yeah, but yeah. don't try to use that that resource or that or that bridge unless you're ready. Because at the end of the day, this is a game that that really lives on like your reputation and, right. and you know your consistency, your work ethic, your character. So if you're gonna vouch for somebody, and I think a lot of people feel that way, like if you if you want somebody to vouch for you, you gotta make sure that you're gonna hold up your end of the bargain. So Most if definitely. you got some relationships, use them, but make sure that you're gonna do right by them as well. Real. And that's a good point that you bring up. Um, is there still a need for an A&R in 2017, or maybe has just the role of the A&R changed? Shit, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm not <laughs> at a major label. That's a, that, I hope. I would hope so, because I would I hope I want all the A&Rs to have jobs. Right. So you don't really need an A&R, though, do you? Huh. I said, so you don't really need an A&R, do you? I, I mean... Nah, I mean, I because I have so many relationships. I, I think for and then for what I'm doing now, I think I do okay. I go into like, well, I've only put out one project, so let me not act like I'm on whatever. But <laughs> no, flex but on. With, Talk to him. <laughs> but with my projects, I've been going in with the focus. Like I know I'm, I'm creating a different sound each time, so I'm going to people specifically for the sound. People that I know because I work in this industry, I worked with so many people. Like I know who to go to for what, for what I'm trying to do. So in that case, no, I don't need an A and R. I've already A and R'd it because I picked who I needed to do it, and you know, and then I go get it done. So, but I think you should. There's always going to be room because some people, I think, if they're an actual A and R, which is like now. Yeah, you know, A&Rs are just like, I get the beats, here goes some beats, do yeah. the thing. But if they're an actual A&R and really know, have some, have a vision about your career and where you want to take it, and they're going to go find these things purposefully yeah. to propel you, then there's always going to be room for that. Like, that's it's just always going to be room for somebody who believes in you and is willing to go to bat for you and willing to help you uh, grow creatively. Right. But, like, you know, for the people that's just... Uh, Finessing and flexing, then nah, you Not know that. Like, but I think all that weeds itself out. You know, you can tell the real from the fake every time. Yeah. As a writer, um, I've been curious. Um, I always want to ask a lot of writers this because nowadays it seems like. 
there's this shade that's been cast upon writers, you know what I mean? Especially in hip-hop with the whole exposing the situation in the yeah. industry and all that. But, I mean, it's not like that's nothing new. You feel me? So, yeah. how does that look on the reverse end as a writer? It's like, damn, do I got to stay super undercover now? Or do, like, Because you're known. Like, it's known that you write for people. Yeah. Like, Well, I write for people, with people. Music is a collaborative process. So, yeah. that's what everyone just has to know. Nobody is doing this shit by themselves, excuse me, like, ever. Like, there's, like, not one person. You'll be hard-pressed to read some credits and just see one or two names. It's, it'll be, it's very few and far in between. Right. And those songs turn out to be very special and very personal. But for the most part, it's you have a group of people making these things and, you know, and creating the music that you love. So for me, I started as a ghostwriter. Like, when I started, it was, first of all, it was unheard of for a woman to write for a man, mm. period unheard of what? so it was like I was still getting my credit but you still couldn't like run around like oh you know so I started as a ghostwriter, and then you know and I'm a songwriter through just constant you know well consistent delivery then you know then it's cool and then you yeah. know and my swag's kind of different so it's like ah oh, well just was not like a girl girl right there for me it's like <laughs> it's just you know so um I think there's going to be a stigma around everything. I think the problem is that because hip-hop is such a expressive genre and the roots of hip-hop like came from us expressing like our pain and what we were going through and you like telling your story. Right. So it's like weird that someone else is writing yeah. a story for you, but sometimes you need that. You know what I mean? Sometimes right. you need that help, and I, I think that's the thing. So if you send... You're the best rapper. You have to be writing your own raps. Yeah. But if you're gonna be the best artist, best entertainer, like you, you know, be nobody's pressing Madonna. Mm, right. Facts. Or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody's we kind of only do that nothing. in hip hop culture. Is we're, yeah. look, we're frowned upon, but like you said, as an artist, it's necessary. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So, what influences you to write? Where do you get your inspiration from? Life. Life. Living life. Um, and I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> good <laughs> so, at this living life shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you have to just be out experiencing things, and because uh, I, I just I get ideas from anything. Scrolling on Instagram, hashtags, conversations. People say stuff all the time, and they just like kind of glance over it. And I'm just like, that's a bar. <laughs> that's going in there. What? You know what I mean? So just life being around people that make me feel good. Um, that encouraged me to uh, get better, you know what I'm saying, traveling, uh, which is also why I decided to do the seven-day series thing because I get to go and travel and meet people and connect in different cities that, you know what I'm saying, and, and for the most part, you know, that some I may have been to, but I've never been to Denver. Right. I just felt like I was supposed Appreciate to come in. coming through you on your first saying? time. Yeah. Yeah. Do it the right and way. And it's been like great. Yeah. Heck yeah. So, you know, you just... All those things, I just try to keep myself inspired, you know, like not by not letting bullshit get to me and just making sure I'm constantly going and trying to put out positive energy into the world. Word. And, uh, yeah, you know, just hanging out with my friends. A lot of my friends are just incredible, like incredibly talented. So you just like you listen to them energy. and you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> I'm going to make some shit. Word. Yeah, yeah. 
So what? So at what point do you feel like you've made it as a songwriter? Or do you have you felt like you've made it yet? Cause Man, because that, that pink print. The only thing I'm trying to do is make it as a human being. You know what I'm saying? I want to just be the best human being on earth. Um, that's relative, you know, because yeah. I made it to some people, but I have some other things. Like you know, I have things that I want to do. I'm very grateful for everything that I've been able to do. Uh, but I want to do um, so much more. So I don't know. Making it is not really my goal. I, I think that'll just yeah. be whatever it is. I think that's for other people to say, oh, you made it. You know, and they've told me that. So I don't, but I don't know what it means. So I'm just like, I just want to do the work, put out cool shit, do cool shit, live a cool life. You know what I mean? That's real. And make a lot of money. But, Word. You know yeah, yeah. There had to be that one, either that one <laughs> placement, project, moment, something where you was like, damn it. I'm kind of really doing this for real. What you think that was? Where it just hit you like, damn, I'm kind of nice at what I do. Oh, man. I don't know. Like, I always felt nice, but I know, like, my stuff is just, yeah. it's just different. <laughs> I'm like, in there real quick. <laughs> nah, yeah. but I know, you know, it's, it's different because I'm not like, I'm not like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. I want to get a number one. Right. Like, I just want to do, like, the best right there while I'm in, in the room. Like, yeah. I want to do the shit can't nobody else do but me. That's why I'm here. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, every time something is happening, it's cool. Sometimes it surprises me because, like, you know, I have songs I, I do like two, three years two three years ago and they come out and I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and sometimes I do it and it'll be out like a month later and it's like, all right, that's crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So, it's like, it, it's, it, it just varies and I feel like that is so much with timing and, and just destiny. I don't know. Like, I'm just supposed to do the things that I'm supposed to do. I can't do everything, you know? Right. I'm not trying to do everything. Um, but I I don't know. Well, I did like having a song with Babyface. Mm-hmm. Me, me, Ty, and Babyface wrote solid together. Right. And that was cool as fuck like to be in the studio with Babyface and he's like singing it's like it's Babyface okay yeah. <laughs> that's a big, I'm like, yeah. big deal that's Babyface right. you know what I mean so the face Babyface yeah, yeah. like yeah, so that answer I mean, my question cause like it had to be every time I close my but it's just eyes like, but I gotta like I got I mean moments and like records it's just like yeah. I've, I've I've had tons of moments where I'm just like I just can't even believe it that's crazy like you know what yeah. I'm saying but uh you know, for the records, man, it's just as long as I do it, I'm gonna just keep getting better. It's just gonna keep getting bigger. So, right. you know, you got any one personal favorite like, song? Yeah, could be Fum- your own. Fumble song. Trey songs. I always say that. Fumble. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Okay. Fumble from Trey songs. Okay. Okay. Great shit. Yeah. <laughs> Mine would have to be that uh, that you can be my lover. That yeah. That's a fun one too. Every time I think Jizzle, I think uh, uh, the Diddy video. So, all the girls. Yeah. You have you me? ever caught any like I don't want to say like backlash, but do you feel anybody has ever came at you wrong just because you do carry yourself different with a different image and all that? Like you said earlier, you was like, Well it's not a girl girl, it's yeah. jizzle. So nah, I mean, I am just jizzle nah people really don't be hating on me. <laughs> <laughs> like they better not not to my face. <laughs> no, I mean yeah, exactly and if it's yeah. not to my face, like it's not my problem. like I'm not supposed to worry about what other people think of me. Yeah. The people that I care about, I worry about what they think and I'm make sure that I'm I'm making them happy and I'm adding value to their life and uh they love me yeah. unconditionally and that's all I, I worry about, you know. My right. my mom thinks I'm perfect. 
That's what really me? matters, man. Your mom so, you perfect. my dad thinks I'm perfect. Yeah. What else is there? Right. Like, you know, so. That's real. I dig your perspective real, yeah. real chill with it because it seems like a lot of people, they get to a certain status and it's mm-hmm. like, man, you can't tell me shit at this point. Like, yeah. nigga, I got records with Kanye, nigga, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, you're just real chill with it. So, how do you maintain that, just that humbleness? Oh, man, I'd have been through shit. You know, <laughs> that's real. That's what you know. People, you know, it, life is everything is temporary, mm. good and bad, high and low. Right. So wherever you at, just know it's temporary, and that's fine. So you can always pick yourself up. You know what I'm saying? If you fall down, and I just I just know that about life, and so I won't. I try my best not to get caught up in everything that I do. Because I have, I've been caught up before and uh, had to, like, just suffer the consequences of, of that and not, like, you know, nothing I couldn't handle, but just to, you know, know, like, you got to you gotta be here, like, with your feet on the ground. And so I just try to keep good people around me, not people who just tell me, yeah, or that's cool, but people who actually care about me, you know. If I'm getting too drunk, getting too crazy, that's going to tell me, let's go home. Yeah. You know, put me in the car. Right. Um, just, if I got to do one, <laughs> if I got to, you know, <laughs> people that's going to remind me, you know, to do my yoga and, you know, and just check on me, resting and all that. And uh, I, I think you that's yoga. that's important. Yeah, yoga. You kind of gave that yoga vibe. I'm going to start yoga, man. Yoga, yoga real zen. Meditate. I'm the Zenta. Namaste. I am. I'm the Zenta. I might be the side of this episode. I fucks with yeah. it. Yeah. There you sure. go. That's, that's really it. It's part of my brand. But I'm, I'm the Zenta because I'm turned up. But I am very Zen, I guess. Zen-like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I, I, man, I, I used to be wild. And I still could get wild. I got the wild side. But, you know, life just, you just can't live like that all the time. I want to make yeah. sure I'm adding to everybody's experience. Anybody that comes in contact with me, I want the impression to be like, damn, that she was, was cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not like, oh, not this motherfucker again. Right, <laughs> you, know, right. you know? So, um, yeah, just, I mean, you got to just stay humble out here, man, because God is good. And we, I'm just blessed, you know? Life, Life ain't perfect, but I'm blessed. Word. That's real. So another question I have, have you ever run into a situation where you've had to send songs or you've sent songs out to artists and both of them wanted the same song? Yep. Who gets it? <sighs> whoever pays more, whoever does the song more justice. Combination of both. Whoever pays the quickest. Mm. Time limit. Pays more and pays the quickest because it's like, yeah, one of those what we're talking about. Right. You know, and then sometimes... I've only been in that situation like twice, and the first time, I felt so bad, because it wasn't my fault, but I had already promised somebody else the record, and I loved how he did the record, Mm -hmm. and then like everybody, because I didn't write it by myself, they like just politic me out this thing that had me looking crazy so I'm like apologizing to bro for like a year <laughs> but he's my brother and I love him and we we passed it and he's super successful anyway so it turned out okay and then it happened to me again wasn't my fault again <laughs> it wasn't cause I'm like I'm pretty straightforward like with who got it who heard it if it's I'm just gonna keep it a buck you know Right. but sometimes you know people got a lot of irons in the pot 
the producers really if we can producers, bro. Then we yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> my producer Rob Holiday back there laughing. He producing the whole seven days in Denver. Day. Yeah, that's why he laughing because he know the producer thing gets tricky, bro. Because yeah. you know when you a songwriter, like I don't send out a lot of songs personally because I have so much music. It's really hard for me to like sift through and send out records. I prefer to get in the studio, make some shit, and then. You know what time it is. This is what we did, so this is what we have. You're going to use it or not. I don't have to worry about that. But see, producers, they be on their... Yeah. <laughs> they patent, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. They uh, re-rocking it, whipping it, re-rocking it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Man, real quick, real quick, man. We got we got Rob Holiday in the building. You want to yeah, come sit? You want to come speak on this topic real quick? Yeah, man. man. Back there in the corner chilling. Real quick, tell them who you are. What's going on? I'm Rob Holiday. I'm here with Jizzle, seven days in Denver, enjoying this, uh, what's this, Barrels right here? Yeah, Barrels yeah. Beer. I'm liking this Barrels Beer right here. We're going to have to stop by that microbrewery. Definitely. Right. Sure. <laughs> but as far as with the with the records, you know, it it can get tricky. <laughs> and like she said, it's, it's really who's going to pay the quickest, who's going to pay the most, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And who yeah, did the record the best, you know, to me. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you might promise a record to somebody and then Nicki might want it or Jeremiah might want it or yeah. Puff Daddy might want it. Talk or, to him. You know what I'm saying? You got to make a real decision at that point. But at the end of the day, somebody going to be mad, so you got to make yourself happy. Mm, yeah, that's real. So that's my two cents. I'm back to the beer. Right on, so, I mean, after this point of being an established writer, so you're definitely pushing yourself as an artist now, right? Yeah. So what message do you want to get across as an artist? Uh, my message is um, individuality. Okay. Uh, self-confidence and just, and, and, and knowing that sometimes you can come away from that and you can get back on that and just that life is a journey. Like, you can see. With all the things that I've done or whatever, I could just be like, oh, well, I'm done. Yeah, whatever, I'll just write some more. But I'm like on a whole nother journey now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And But it's where I started. You know what I'm saying? So for 10 years or so, I just veered off to come right back to where I'm supposed to be. You know, so um, I just, I want to push that out. But more, more than anything, just love, bro, and light and just lightheartedness and, and living life to the fullest, like... When you hear my music, I want you to know I'm having fun. I, I'm not stressing about this. I'm tapping in and giving you exactly what I feel like God told me to give you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, yeah, that's it. And then just to swag on everybody. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Still got a splash. So the new project, so you have Seven Days in Atlanta and Seven Days in Denver. Is that two different projects? Yeah, Seven Days in Atlanta um, put out in the January, January 30th, I believe. So it's out now. Okay, check it um, out. Out everywhere, yeah. Uh, and uh, I went to Atlanta and I did that project with uh, my bro C. Gutter. He's my, also my DJ. And he um, executive produced that project with me. Um, so the idea is, like I said, to go to the city, connect with the city, and to make a project that's inspired by my experience in that week. That's dope. Um, so, and to only use like my resources that are with me in that city so with seven days in atlanta we did it in atlanta got one feature nick grant mm-hmm. from, uh north Car- south carolina by way of atlanta mm-hmm. 
C Note uh, produced one on there. Nice. Um, we see got in my bro Willie Will, who is um, from Kentucky, but by way of Atlanta. So, mm. um, so I just went there, made the project in a week, seven songs, seven days, and then uh, basically yeah, dropped that dropped that shit like a month later. Yeah. So it's a very quick turnaround. So for a project each quarter. So I'm here. Denver had my last day in the studio last night. Okay, what studio are you Shit at? Shit is done. We was recording at Conway. Shout out to Rocky. Word, word, word. Shout out to Conway. Shout out to Rocky Conway. for holding us down all week. Here, Conway, we caught, a, we caught a nice little vibe there. I know Side 3 is the uh, like the popular one, right? Yeah. 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 But we, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't really get the applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we was in the right place to be. Uh, shout out to Trevor Rich, who also actually um, suggested uh, Conway uh, for us. And I'm very sorry because they were telling me, like, I guess uh, all the rappers out here, they work a lot at Conway, and, and I booked it for the whole week. So they, <laughs> Shut everybody down. I just want y'all to know I love y'all. Thank y'all for having me and letting me. Yeah. I thank y'all for letting me rock and uh, just showing me love. I've, I've had a blast here, and I've made some incredible music that I know I couldn't have made um, unless I came here. So I'm very grateful for that. So the same thing goes with Denver. I brought my brother my producer Rob Holiday, mm-hmm. also C Gutter came down. So the, um, Rob Holiday is the executive producer of Seven Days in Denver. So you'll you'll be able to hear just his sound and the things that we make. Can't nobody else make right. what we could do together, and that's what I wanted to do. And it was, this was the perfect place for both of us to do our thing and actually be able to lock in and to create the stuff we've been able to make. I'm excited for you to hear it. Yeah, I'm excited. And to hear. The, I want to hear how Denver inspired you. And yeah, and we got the one, the one. Trev Rich is my my one feature for this one. Okay, oh, nice. Shout out to Trev. But, yeah, yeah, shout out to Trev. Denver, we out here holding it down. You know what I'm saying? Why and, uh, Denver? I mean, of course we know why, but from an outside <laughs> perspective, you know what? I it just it it, it came to me. We were uh, trying to map out where else we would do it, and I was like, let's do Denver, because I felt like the way that you guys are advancing, like, socially and politically, social politically, as far as even with the weed legalization and everything, and uh, just the growth in the economy here, and the influx that, you know, you're going to start to see, I just feel like with that, that brings culture. So I, f- I feel like there's definitely like forward-thinking people here. I know Denver is a hard market to crack as far as hip-hop, and I just wanted to take on that challenge early, and I just wanted to have a connection with, with the city that I feel is about to have a scene scene. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. I feel like y'all about to, y'all shit about to go crazy, and I just wanted to That's be crazy. a part of it. And uh, and then I don't know. I was just like, <laughs> I've never been to Denver, so I'd love to go anywhere I've never been before. And I was just like, Fuck it, I could make an album in Denver. It's gonna be tight. And I did, man. It's it's crazy, bro. Like it's crazy. Rob, is it not crazy? It's crazy. Supernatural. Yeah. Oh, I played one song. God and damn. I played one song. Play that right now. I played one song. <laughs> I want to hear some supernatural shit. Yeah, I played one song on live yesterday, like a little snippet of a song on live, and Puff came on there and said supernatural. supernatural. Yeah. So I'm like, and it's funny because Puff asked me why Denver too. Everybody's asked me why Denver. And I'm like, you'll hear the project and you'll see. And that's what I wanted to be. I want the music. To uh, speak for itself, I want people to hear that project and be like, "Nigga, I'm going. I'm on the next thing, smoking in Denver. Okay, what the fuck they doing out there? You know what I'm saying? And that's just I want. I want 
because I feel like it's a dope city. And now that I've been here, I know it's a dope city. And I just want to always, like, I always want to, I want me and Denver to always have seven days in Denver and have that connection and be able to come back. And I want people to come down here and we're up here, wherever the fuck we at. I don't know, we down or up. <laughs> right, I never know. No, we're definitely up because yeah, my up. ears pop and shit. No, nah, we way up. Yeah, so, so I want people to come yeah. to the Mile High 5280. What up, man? Hey. Hey. You got the lingo? Hey. I want them to come and just experience the time that I've had and that I knew I was gonna have before I got here. I just I just knew it. You know, and it's it's one thing to have like ideas, but like to be able to execute them and then they kinda like turn out the way yeah. it's like oh shit. And then when they like surpass your expectations, <laughs> it's like oh I'm on to something. Right. They gonna have real. to come see about me. Mm. Yeah, I'm working on some shit. On you some know? real shit though, like thank you for coming out here and rocking with us and all that. Cause Very you know, much so. us thank being you. in Denver, like we know, like damn, this shit really bubbling. Yeah. But we got to convince each other within, like yeah, this yeah. shit crazy. So from outside, it's like damn, I wonder what everybody else is thinking of this. Yeah. For you to say that was kind of confirmation, so that's very yeah, dope. that's what's up. Well, you yeah, thank me one of them life is dope hats. We'll be all good. Oh yeah, y'all. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, hey. Nah, nah. I, I got much love for Denver, man, and shout out Lizzie Brody for just yeah, big shout out. Ben, Brody. man, let's clap it up. For yeah. Hey. Lizzie Brody. Uh, what was you gonna ask her about Quentin? Yeah, thank you, bro, brother. He's so messy. Thank you for that. Hey, like. I almost forgot. We were about to wrap up the show. Hey, Rob, you are. He's too much, right? Shit. All right, we was about to wrap it up. Let's let you off the hook with that one. Yeah, so when you said Quentin Miller. Yeah, I heard our song that we got. I was like, hmm. So. How a ghostwriter going to have a ghostwriter? Right, right. So how does that No, well, I didn't write any. We made a song together on Hit Boy's album. Nice. We did okay. a song with Hit Boy. It's called A Grand. Mm. No, and actually it's on Quentin Miller's album. But it's a movie. Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah, hear yeah. it. He's actually very, 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 very talented. Quentin Miller's oh, yeah. dope. He's I'm super I'm crazy and he's fan. super cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's a nice dude. Uh, and I had a great time working with him. Like we we went in, we was doing like three, four records a day just off the mm. dome damn near, you know, like so shout out QM, man. Cool. All right. Yeah. So didn't get too. Yeah. Didn't get too crazy. Because yeah. he wanted. He wanted to like, know. Yeah, so how about that? So, so how do people uh, connect with you on social media? How can uh, we find you? Everything is I'm Jizzle. I M as in Mary G I Z Z L E, and uh, yeah, I'm Jizzle dot com. I'm Jizzle on Twitter. I'm Jizzle. I'm just type in Jizzle. I'm gonna be the one that pop up because I'm the one. one putting in the work. You Google Jizzle. That's it. Google it. Jizzle with a G. You feel me? <laughs> So that's cool. Natural. Like, yeah, you could actually really just type in Jizzle. So it's cool. We working on it. We just it keeps getting better. We coming. We we at the top. You yeah. know what's crazy? Got like, our EOS bars. I, up. I told bro that earlier. It's like you know you put in work when somebody puts your name in, and like literally that's the first and only thing that pops up. Yeah. Because you know? like, right, my name's Graffiti. Like, you're not gonna find me on Google. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, you type Jizzle. It's like, oh right, yeah, that's right, right there. Like page eighteen. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. <laughs> Nah, man, and it, it takes a lot of work, bro. It's, it, like, especially if you don't pay for it, you know. It's yeah. still independent, so we're still grinding it, and it it's fun. It's a fun journey, but it's it, it's a lot of work, and it takes a lot of you know putting yourself out there and really doing that and waiting yeah. to see the fruits of your labor. And I'm I'm, I'm very much still in the sewing period, yeah. so uh, 
yeah, I'm just excited, you know, for the next few years. Hell yeah. So, so are watch we. it all culminate, man. Appreciate you coming through. If you can man, leave thank the world you guys with for some more me. knowledge, what would it be? <laughs> um, I would leave the world with love, man. Just love. Love everything you do. Love everybody around you. I seen somebody post on Instagram, like, people, you don't need to try to fix people. You just need to love them, and then they'll heal and fix themselves, you know. And I just love and like. That's, that's what I'll leave you with. Love and light. Yeah. There it is. That's dope. Y'all make I some noise with for Jizzle. Life is dope podcast. I'm Davey. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to switch it up this time. I'm graffiti. Oh, we out. Jizzle. <laughs> hey. <laughs>